from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining in, welcome to Live from America. I am your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. I know some people come in late, um, and uh, we've already done the verse of the day, and we've already done the first and foremost section, so uh, I apologize if you got in late and didn't see that. All right, moving on. Three people in Hawaii were vaccinated. Not only vaccinated once, but got their second dose. So there's not very many people who are uh, are vaccinated at this point. I mean, if you take it worldwide, yes, or even nationwide, yes. But when you break it down to like states and counties and stuff like that, you can pretty much pinpoint everybody who's, take, who's taking that vaccine pretty quick. All right. So three people who've been fully vaccinated in Hawaii, that means vaccinated the first time and got their second dose, um, <laughs> have tested positive <laughs> for the CCP virus. Ah, <laughs> oh, Christine DeClue says, I never get a shout out. Well, there you go. What do you think about that, Christine? What do you think about the fact that three people in Hawaii got double vaccinations, right? And still tested positive. Seems to me that those, those uh, CCPVs don't work very well. But, you know, we're, we don't want to uh, we don't want to spend too much time on that. I just wanted to let you know that three fully vaccinated people in Hawaii have tested positive. And I think it's really funny that Hollywood is now getting involved and celebrities have come back out and they're making their videos again, ladies and gentlemen. Celebrities are out there pushing for you to take the CCPV and they're making their dumb little videos where they say, come on, just trust us. We lie for a living. We actually pretend to be other people for a living. Actors are the best liars on the planet. Hollywood is Satan's backyard. Hollywood is Satan's cradle of life, ladies and gentlemen. So are you going to listen to, I don't know, the cast of the Avengers? Are you going to listen to uh, the cast of, of, of the newest movie out there? Are you going to listen to Tom Cruise? Are you going to listen to the Kardashians? Are you going to listen to anybody in Hollywood when they tell you, you need to go get that CCPV? Get out there and get that. Because it's safe and effective. Well, <laughs> I can tell you about 10, 10 different ways it doesn't look like it's safe. And I can tell you how ineffective it is by those people in Hawaii. But I digress. Let's move on. <laughs> You're right. Don't get deleted. You're right. Let's move on. We are going to give our first dumb, dumb award of the day today. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. First dum, dum award of the day today is going to go to Andrew Pepe Le Pew Cuomo himself from the state of New York, failed governor who needs to be in jail for the 16,000 people that were killed by putting in nursing homes. But we're not going to even talk about that today. Um, we're going to talk about what he. How dumb this guy actually is. He gets the first dumb, dumb award of the day today. Now, you would think if you had eight people coming forward saying that you sexually harassed them, you would think that if eight people said that the workplace environment in which they worked under you was completely terrible and that you, you're a womanizer and that you sexually harass and sexually assault them, you would think that the last thing that you would do was call women hun, darling, 
broad, or anything like that. You would think as a human being, you would know where those boundaries are. Not Andrew Cuomo, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't seem to know where those boundaries are. Because this is Andrew Cuomo. A, a zebra doesn't change its stripes and a leopard doesn't change its spots. Let me play for you a little quick conversation that Andrew Cuomo had while he had his mask down, by the way. Um, while he's getting into his car, and apparently he had some supporters that were there. Now, it's really hard to hear the supporters, but the funny thing is, is what he responds to these, to, uh, it wasn't reporters, it was just supporters, I'm sorry. It's hard to hear the supporters, but they were telling him to stay for the long haul and whatever. <laughs> Watch what this idiot says. Hold on. Oh, it's so funny. Outside who said something to him, and this is how the governor responded. Listen. Wait, what are you doing? He says, I'm not going outside who said something Play to it him, again. this is how the governor responded. Listen. Wait, what are you doing? Are you allowed to stay here? I'm sorry. We're trying to get it, and we still have the problem. We're not going to talk to court. All right. Now, for a normal person calling somebody darling or hun, not a big deal. I do that all the time. I also don't sexually harass people or sexually assault people. There has to be a line somewhere. If you are one of those people out there who sexually harass or sexually assault people, it's probably not a good idea to call women darling when you know you're being videotaped maskless in a state where you have a mask mandate. I'm just saying. Probably not the smartest idea. <laughs> but, you know, who am I? Who am I to judge? But that's Andrew Cuomo. Um, and somebody said, don't... <laughs> <laughs> don't insult Pepe Le Pew by calling him Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> Michael Brasco, that's a good idea. I should have a uh, a clapping noise for people who get the Smarty Award, or maybe I'll have uh, maybe I'll have uh, Albert Einstein or something like that. Maybe I'll have some real smart person uh, say something. Uh, we'll figure that out though. But um, yeah, he called her darling. Again, not a big deal if you don't sexually harass people, but when you know you're under the microscope and you know you're under the gun, you probably want to refrain from calling women darling. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Karen Mama says, that's just like it's spelled, Ma, Ma, love my Bible. Thank you so much again. I adore you. Well, I adore you too, Karen, and I hope you love that Bible. Remember to download the app on the back of it, okay? It helps you out. All right, now here, we're going to give another dumb, dumb award of the day. Dum, da, dum, dum, dum. Oh, those swamp donkey bucket just keeps filling up quicker and quicker, doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Today's dumb, dumb award is actually going to go to Vice Resident Kalema Harris, Miss 2% herself. And the reason why I call her Miss 2% is, the, is because she never pulled over 2%. The left didn't want her, the, <laughs> the middle didn't want her, and the right didn't want her. Nobody wanted her, but it sounds like we're going to get her sooner than later. Now, we already know that Kalema Harris has been spending her time talking with other foreign leaders, even though she's not the president of the United States, okay? She still spends her time talking to foreign leaders because Biden can't, and nobody would take him seriously if he could. He has zero political capital, and nobody cares about him, all right? Um, but Kalema Harris is going to... <laughs> <laughs> this blew my mind. She is slated to have a sit-down, a one-on-one sit-down with former President Bill Clinton. 
What these two are going to sit down and talk about blew my mind. They're actually going to sit down <laughs> and discuss ways <laughs> to empower young girls and women in the world and in the workplace. Okay, thousand holes in that story. A thousand things wrong with that story. Number one, Bill Clinton sexually harassed everybody that ever came under his uh, in his office or under his administration or under his in his employment. Okay, Bill Clinton has, in my opinion, raped people. Okay, so why you're going to have a sit down with Bill Clinton to talk about how to empower women is beyond me. Second of all, you're going to sit down and have a conversation with this guy about how to empower girls and women in the world and the workplace, all while your administration is destroying women's and young girls' sports? You're truly taking away every opportunity that these young girls and these women have by allowing people who are biological males to be competing against them in physical sports. So not only are you talking to the devil when it comes to this topic, but you're also being completely hypocritical here because how are you supposed to empower young girls and women, but at the same time, destroy everything that they work for? It is such an upside down, backwards clown world that we're living in. That should be the music that's playing in the background of this meeting that these two are supposed to have. Okay? What a clown show that we are dealing with. Ladies and gentlemen, we got about 2,500 people watching live on YouTube. If you could do me that favor, jump out of the chat real quick, click that thumbs up button. And uh, then you can jump back in. And if you haven't done it yet, copy the link so that you can share the video either now or after the video is done. I appreciate that. So those are the two dumb, dumb awards of the day today. And we're going to follow those up with two Smarty Awards of the day. First of all, I'd like to give a Smarty Award to Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. I think he's got four names, okay? Because he came out and in a statement and said that the Biden administration... Um, and the Biden in, uh, immigration policies are directly to blame for the border surge. It's about time that a bordering nation who has the same problem, okay, with these people migrating through their country and causing the, the problems that they're causing there, it's about time that somebody stands up and says that the Biden residency is directly to blame for this. So I'll give you a smarty for saying that. However, comma, why aren't you doing what you were doing when President Trump was the president? Why aren't you putting your tens of thousands of soldiers on the border? Why aren't you uh, putting your resources um, on your southern border to stop them from coming through in the first place? If you truly do believe that, and I'll give you the Smarty Award for actually having the courage to say it, but if you truly do believe that, then you should be doing your part as the president. But there's a problem with that. It's not as easy as just grabbing your soldiers and putting them on the southern border and putting them on the northern border anymore. Why? Because the cartels have come back to power. Because of resident Biden and the left's globalist policies on immigration and, and, and invasion that, is, that they've caused into this country, okay, and in Mexico, the, the cartels are so big again, they're so powerful, that the Mexican uh, military cannot fight them. So what they would so what would happen is President Obrador would have a big problem in uh, being outnumbered, outgunned, and and wouldn't have the manpower to fight the same cartels 
who want these borders opened. So you got a complete mess. You got a complete mess, ladies and gentlemen, and it's all caused by resident Biden. All of these felonies that are being committed, all of these crimes that are being um, committed, resident Biden is complicit. And that's why I am telling you and urging you to call your attorney generals and your sheriffs, especially if you live in a border town or a border city, and you need to get these sheriffs to charge resident Biden. You need to get these attorney generals to charge resident Biden. He needs to be in court answering for his crimes that he's committing every single day. It's just my, uh, my opinion. It's actually fact. So, <laughs> all right, we're going to give another Smarty Award. This Smarty Award is going to go to Ian Smith. Ian Smith was, is the owner of that New Jersey gym that kept getting shut down and he kept paying fines and opening, opening it back up. Ian Smith, you're going to get a Smarty Award of the day today because of what you've decided to do. So we all know that Krispy Kremes, uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts, have, uh, by the way, that they don't even touch Dunkin' Donuts, by the way. Dunkin' Donuts are far better than Krispy Kreme. However, Krispy Kreme Donuts have come out and they have said that if you go and you get the CCPV, that you get a free donut. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for giving me a 99-cent uh, donut for going out and sticking myself with something that's going to completely change everything inside of me. Thank you for that. So you get a free Krispy Kreme donut if you go and you get the CCPV. Ian... Um, Ian Smith, the gym owner in New Jersey, comes out and says, how about this? You sh you're giving free donuts away that definitely are not healthy for people to go get the CCPV, okay? Meanwhile, you shut my gym down and you've taken away people's ability to live a healthy, clean, uh, healthy body, healthy mind, healthy soul. You've taken away their ability to do that. But you're going to give them donuts for getting the CCPV. So Ian Smith comes out and says this. <laughs> and says this. I will give you a free gym membership if you don't get the CCPV and you come in here and you boost your immune system that God gave you from birth so that you can fight off any of these sicknesses. A free gym membership if you don't get it. Meanwhile, Krispy Kremes is going to fill you with diabetes if you do get it. Is the choice even a comparison? Is it even a comparison? I'd much rather take the free gym membership for not getting it. <laughs> Great job, Ian Smith. Wonderful, wonderful way to combat that, uh, that offer of Krispy Kremes. And um, hey, I'm all for it. Go ahead and take a, serp, a, slip of your, a slurp of your coffee. You know what's funny about the slurp? <laughs> Before I even get to it, is <laughs> there's a lot of people on here who hate the slurp. But there's a lot of people on here who love the slurp, right? But what I thought was funny was I noticed in the comments the other day, because we have that whole stop the steal, somebody put stop the slurp. <laughs> That's awesome. I now want to make a shirt that says stop the slurp. <laughs> you guys are so great. You guys are funny, man. Mm, 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 mm. Stop the slurp. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, um, a lot of you have been wanting me to talk about this, so let's talk about the Sidney Powell thing for a minute, okay? So, fake news media has put out this massive story that Sidney Powell said, why would any, uh, you know, normal person, let me actually, what she say, she said, no reasonable person would believe uh, the claims uh, that we've made are true statements of facts, 
okay, pertaining to the election and the fraud. Okay, so what's going on? What's going on out there is that everybody is thinking that Sidney Powell said no reasonable person would believe claims were true statements of facts. I looked into this, okay, and what I found when I looked into this was there's there's mixed feeling. I have mixed feelings about this to begin with. Okay, you guys know I have mixed feelings about this. All right, the first part I want to say is that I'm no lawyer. And I know that Sidney Powell's IQ is probably a lot higher than mine. What I do know very well, though, is social uh, social issues. I understand this world in a way that maybe Sidney Powell doesn't understand this world. And I'm not saying she doesn't. I'm saying I may. And what I do know is the court of public opinion in this world is massive. Perception is reality. And the court of public opinion might be even bigger than the court of law. Okay? I do think that Sidney Powell messed this up in a lot of ways. I think she should have put out more evidence so that we, the people, could have ran with it and we could have shoved it down the throat of the left. That's my opinion. You may not agree, and that's okay. That's what's great about this show. I do think Sidney Powell um, should have shown a lot more because now she's not even getting a chance to show it at all. That's the big problem here. But that's one part of it. Let's move on, okay? Her lawyers and her um, said that that statement is, you can't take that statement and twist it like that because that's not exactly what they meant. They didn't mean what the lamestream fake news media is putting it out, okay? What they meant by that was that until it's in court and it's proven in court, only then does it become fact. A little bit of backtracking there, I get it. It was very smart, okay? She's saying that her claims are literally just that. They are claims based on investigation, okay, like any lawyer would do, and like any lawyer representing somebody would do, is to make claims prior to going to court. But until you get to court and prove them, that is when the public sees them as facts. That is what she's trying to say, and that's what her attorneys are trying to say. And she is right on that. She is right on that. However, I think they waited way too long, and I think she should have put out a lot of stuff prior to this so that we, the people, can see it, so that the courts had no reason and had no ability to say we're not hearing it. I understand she was trying to protect the validity of the case. 100% get that, too. But that's just my opinion on it. Okay, Lisa, jo- Lisa Johansson says, enough, Jeremy. I don't know what she's talking about. But let me read to you um, the response to the fake news attacks on Sidney Powell. Okay. First of all, it says free speech. The defamation lawsuit is yet another attempt to silence critics and citizens who want to investigate voter fraud. The statements Dominion claims are defamatory, are defamatory, are actually protected speech under the First Amendment because they deal with matters of public opinion, i.e. election integrity. I agree. The fake news media uh, and their allies are spinning meritless claims because their arguments have neither the facts nor the law needed to hold up in the courtroom. I get that 100% too. She's 100% right. What, what none of us actually knew here was that the justice system would fail. None of us actually figured uh, that the Supreme Court would fail as much as it has with Donald Trump's uh, nominees being on there. Okay, None of us knew this would happen. She's 100% right. But what we're dealing with here is not 100% reality. We're not dealing with the Constitution. We're not dealing with people who uphold the Constitution anymore. And we haven't for a long time. But none of us knew that. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm all with her here on this. Then she says, the statements complained 
are also protected because Dominion is a public figure and must prove that Miss Powell's act, uh, act Miss Powell acted with malice. This is impossible, as Miss Powell's lawyer has explained, because Miss Powell's statements were based on sworn affidavits, declarations, expert reports, and documentary documentary evidence. Hundred percent true. She presented this evidence for all to see in four court filings on her website. Fake news, contrary to what the fake news is pushing, Sydney did not claim in court that no reasonable person would believe her claims. The press is using twisted um, twisted legality and manipulating the, the legal standard to confuse the issue, as they have done before in other high-profile cases. Ms. Powell's statements were, legally, were legal opinions that she stands behind, and they were based on sworn affidavits, declarations, expert reports, and documentary evidence. Dominion claims that the evidence Ms. Powell relied upon to assert her claims concerning the lack of election integrity is incredible and not believable. Ms. Powell responded by pointing out that her assertions were her legal opinion based on the evidence she presented to four different courts now. Accordingly, her statements are not subject to challenge under defamation law. 100% correct. Everything that she said there is fighting words. The truth is on her side. And the law is on her side. The problem is that the legal system has failed so badly that they won't give her the stage or the opportunity to present those facts. And they keep kicking her out of court. So what do you do when the people that you're supposed to go to to get these things resolved fail? To hear them. Fail to give you the opportunity to show the facts that you found out. What is your next step? Well, your next step is give it to the to the other to the only other option that you can. To the people that matter the most. We the people. Give it to us. Let us see it. Let us see it. Let us hear it. Let us. And that doesn't have to be all of it. But at this point, what are you gonna do? Hold it to your chest for the rest of your life? None of these court systems are giving you a fair shake. FBI fail is a failure. CIA is a failure. The Pentagon is a failure. The military, high brass in the military, they've proven to be failures. The Justice Department is a failure. And the Supreme Court and federal courts are failures. So it seems to, be that, it seems to me that the system that we are living under has put Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood, all right, between a rock and a hard place. Now, I love Sidney Powell. Don't get me wrong. And I'm, and I'm not saying that what she did was wrong or right. All I'm saying is, as, as a citizen, I want to see it now that you're not getting it into courts. I wanted to see some of it beforehand because that's what the left does. The left puts it out to, to the court of public opinion. They get fuel, they get energy, and they get people behind it because people have seen something, you know, like George Floyd or whatever, and they make a difference and they force people's hands. The right doesn't do that. The right is not playing a fair game. The right is not playing a fair game. So we don't, we don't, we're not playing by the same rules as the left. I keep seeing somebody say, Jeremy, talk about Sidney Powell. She's awesome. I am talking about Sidney Powell. That's what I've been talking about. Hopefully you're not behind on the video, but, but that's what I'm talking about right now. Okay. So anyway, that's, that's where the whole Sidney Powell thing stands. 
And and yes, the left twisted her words and and said something that wasn't said the way that they said she said it, wasn't said in the context the way she said it, and now they're trying to discredit her even more so that Dominion has has more power over her. That's what the left does. They discredit everybody. But I love them both. I love Lynn Wood and I love Sidney Powell. The right is just too weak and they're a bunch of cowards. Not us, but the, the, the people that actually run things or are complicit in doing whatever's happening right now, they're cowards. We all know that. Um, all right, let's move on because I don't want to continue talking about this right now because I, I, I get worked up at the fact that, that we can't play a fair game and uh, we're constantly always behind the ball because we let them win. We just let them win. We're like Mitch McChina, the right. We just let everybody win. We don't stand up, we don't do anything about it. Because we're too afraid of public opinion, or we're too afraid to be judged, or we're too afraid to be called names, or called racist, or whatever it is they want to throw at us. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Um, speaking of, uh, of, of weak, Kalema Harris's niece, by the way, tweeted, as soon as that shooter happened um, the sh- in Colorado, she uh, saw some pictures and she thought it was a white guy. And she went on a twi- tweeter, Twitter, Twitter, she went on a tweeting tirade on Twitter, a tweeting tirade on Twitter, um, calling for gun confiscation because another white guy, another white supremacist with a gun, decided that he was going to take matters into his own hands. She went, she, she, she jumped on this story, Kamala Harris's niece, and she started tweeting and tweeting and tweeting about white people and how we're demons and this, all that, and the other. And then she found out. <laughs> that the shooter was from Syria, and she found out his name was Ahmad Alisa, or whatever his name was. And she started immediately de- deleting all those tweets. So she started getting called out from people on Twitter. Why'd you delete the tweets? Why'd you delete tw- the tweets? And her only response was, um, I jumped the gun. I assumed when I shouldn't have. You think? You think? The, the media wanted it to be a white guy so bad, didn't they? The media just was clamoring for this to be a white guy. They wanted this to be a white guy so, so badly. They wanted, it, they wanted her to, uh, this to be a white guy so badly so they could continue to push the narrative that all white guys are bad. But, and I have run out of them, so I'll just give her this one right here. What a dumb, dumb. What a dumb, dumb. Wanting to push a narrative so bad that you jump the gun that badly. What a dumb, dumb. Um, Speaking of dumb, dumbs, if you're in Illinois, you have a Democratic senator there in Illinois named Tammy Duckworth. Okay? Tammy Duckworth said this, and I quote. Are you ready? (laughs) I will only vote for Biden nominees who are racial minorities or members of the LGBTQABCDEFGHIJKLMNOP community. That is racist. And we're seeing too much of this happen in our country right now. We're seeing too many people getting away with violating law, violating federal law, violating state law, and just violating the law of morality, violating God's law by being racist. And for some reason... White people are so afraid to stand up uh, about being uh, uh, discriminated against because they're afraid to be called racist, even though they're the ones that racism is happening to. 
So we live in a world now where it is completely okay to be racist against white people. Now, I never understood the whole color of skin thing anyway, because we're all shades of brown. Every, every person on this planet is a shade of brown, okay? So how white do you have to be to be white, all right? How light-skinned do you have to be to be considered white? Because really, that shooter yesterday has the same color skin as I have. So it's really funny, isn't it, how that works? But anyway, it's just a stupid topic. But the fact of the matter is that now sitting senators, sitting congressmen and women, um, sheriffs, people of high that have high stature in this community, in this, in, this, in this country, are completely being racist against white people every single day, and nobody does anything about it. Where are our fellow senators on both sides to come out and say, that's racist? Where are the lawsuits from high-profile people, high-profile organizations? Where's the ACLU? Where's the ACLU when it comes to this? Oh, that's right. They're, they, they put all their money and all their resources in defending Black Lives Matter. That's a statement from them, not me. So the ACLU has put all their money into partnering with Black Lives Matter. Meanwhile, people like that have color of skin like mine are being, are being oppressed, suppressed. They're being racially profiled. And they're basically having people come out and say racial things about them every day. And it seems to be okay. Seems to be fine. Seems to be okay. So that's Democrat Senator Tammy Duckworth in the state of Illinois. So if you live in the state of Illinois, first of all, first off, I'll pray for you. Uh, second off, um, her saying, I will only vote for Biden nominees who are racial minorities or members of the LGBTQ community. That is racist. And somebody needs to put a stop to this stuff. Somebody in a high profile seat or some organization that actually can make waves. Because if I try to go and file a lawsuit against this woman, nobody in the world will ever hear about it. And they'll kick me out of there faster than you can say racist. Okay. That's how fast they'll kick me out of there. It's almost like the, uh, it's almost like the domestic abuse thing. You know, if, if a woman calls the, the police over a domestic issue, they will grab that guy no matter what his story is. They will yank him out of the house. They'll put him in jail until they find out exactly what happened. But if a guy calls the police on a woman over domestic abuse, most cops will be like, all right, cut it out. Come on now. It's kind of like the same thing. It's kind of like the same issue. So we live in a very upside down, backwards world and where Senator Tammy Duckworth can say these things. And she's not the only one in a high-profile seat who said this, who has said this stuff lately, okay? So we need to figure this out. Peggy Hubbard is going after her seat. Oh, she is? I love Peggy. I didn't know that. I'll have to reach out to her and talk to her. Maybe I can help her in some way. I'm originally from the state of Illinois, so I do have a lot of contacts there. Melissa says, this is why our country is drowning. Unqualified people in office. That's exactly right. It shouldn't be as easy as winning a popularity contest to get into office. You should have to pass some kind of IQ test and some kind of, you should have to have some kind of resume. I honestly believe that. It didn't have to be that way back in the day when everything was built because everybody had morals. Nowadays, the devil is running the world and it's bad. And it is bad. Justine says, it's the devil in some twisted schemes. You're 100% right. <laughs> Donna, Donna calls Kamala Harris, Chlamydia Harris. <laughs> I love this audience. Chlamydia Harris. All right. We got to keep going here. Um, the Supreme Court is set to hear a case about states' rights to impose um, rules and laws to keep election integrity, right? It's in the Constitution. Each state 
can put their own rules and their own laws forward as it pertains to how they want to run their elections. It's in the Constitution. You know, the one that we seem to step on every day? Well, the Supreme Court is now geared to hear a case from the state of Arizona because the state of Arizona wants to impose stricter election rules and laws so that they can maintain election integrity. Sounds fair, right? We want to make sure the people are voting are the ones that people are voting, right? Sounds fair. 100% fair. However, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals have ruled that they can't do that. Of course, the Ninth Circuit always does because they're a bunch of liberal hacks. So now it's going to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court is supposed to hear this case on whether Arizona has a right to do this or not. Well, it's in the Constitution that they do have the right to do this. So, this morning, I posted on Telegram. And if you're not on Telegram, I urge you to join it. It's an awesome, awesome social media site. But this morning, I posted on Telegram that this is a very big case, even though it shouldn't even be in the Supreme Court, because it's, it, it's a no-brainer. But this is a very big case as it pertains to H.R. 1, which is now S.R. 1, in the Senate. Because if the Supreme Court rules that Arizona does not have the right, if they agree with the Ninth Circuit here, and the Supreme Court rules that Arizona does not have the right as a sovereign state to impose their own rules and laws, then that is going to show the House and the Senate that if they can pass H.R. 1, that nobody will be able to fight it because the Senate will already set the precedent. The Senate will already set the bar on where they stand. So this, ladies and gentlemen, is a very big case. I'll keep an eye on it. But governors really need to step up here. Governors need to step up and they need to make executive orders in their state to not follow any unconstitutional laws, even if it is from the Supreme Court. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the Supreme Court still doesn't have power over a state. States have more powers than the federal government, period. I don't care what anybody tells you. I don't care what any textbook tells you. I don't care what any teacher tells you. The fact of the matter is that each sovereign state has more power than the federal government at any level, period. So we're going to keep an eye on that, and we'll see what happens. But it shouldn't even be there. So we already know the Supreme Court has let us down many other ways. Hopefully they don't let us down here as well, okay? Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, Biden is now under investigation by the Government Accountability Office, the GAO. This is why the United States is so great. Will anything happen out of it? I don't know. Who knows? But the reason the United States is so great is that no one department should answer to another. We should have independent departments within our government, the FEC, the FCC, the GAO, uh, all these, all these, you know, divisions of government are, are independent. They should be anyway. So now the GAO has put Biden under investigation for halting the billions of dollars that was appropriated by Congress for payments to go out to these companies to finish the wall. These companies signed contract with the government. And these companies are expecting this money. They have put all their other jobs on hold in order to make sure that they complete this wall for the federal government. And now in one fail swoop, Biden comes in illegally, which he cannot do, and stops the border wall, halts the, halts the border wall and halts the funding that goes to the border wall. However, Biden can't do that. That is against the law. He is breaking the law by halting the funds that were already appropriated by Congress and signed into a contract by private contractors who are expecting that money. So you cannot just take this money from these companies. You can't do that. It's, you can't do that. You can't go back on these contracts. So Biden broke the law by freezing the money, and that is in direct violation of the budget rules designed to keep Congress 
in control of the cash flow. And here's another law that Biden broke. And I bet you if you take the southern border, you take this law that he's breaking, and the 69 other executive orders that he put into place, like the Keystone Pipeline and all, I guarantee you that they're all illegal. He cannot do that. He doesn't have the power to do that. And he's destroying people's lives. He's destroying businesses. And he's destroying everything in this country because he thinks that he can rule with a pen. You can't do that. Where are our state attorney generals? Where are our sheriffs? And where are anybody that has any kind of power with any kind of courage? Where are they? It is making me absolutely sick to see that nobody stands up to anything anymore. I don't even understand how these people remain in power. But you know what? Maybe we needed to see this. I keep saying this. Maybe we needed to see this so we knew who was bad and who was good. So we knew who to get out and who to put in. Maybe we needed to see this. Remember... The best is yet to come, all right? I do want to end the show by doing an impression for you because I know I, you guys all tell me how you love my impressions. Well, today we're going to talk about Bernie Sanders, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about Bernie Sanders. Apparently, Bernie Sanders uh, said that he does not approve of Twitter banning President Trump. He said it's a very slippery slope and that, and that Twitter should not have done that. But here is what Bernie Sanders said in quotes, okay? He says, <laughs> Yesterday, it was Donald Trump who was banned, and tomorrow it could be somebody else. Tomorrow it could be somebody else who has a very different point of view. So I don't think it was right for Twitter to ban Donald J. Trump. Again, yesterday it was Donald Trump who was banned, and tomorrow it could be somebody else with a very different point of view. <laughs> ah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude today's show. Live from America at 11 o'clock a.m. here on Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. I am your host, Jeremy Harrell. I will see you tonight at, what is it, 5 p.m. for more Eastern Time, by the way, for more Live from America. And uh, remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. Okay, make sure you go to jeremyharrell.com. Order uh, apparel because 10% goes to Family Farms every month from now until December. And also consider becoming a one-time or monthly donor to the show so we can grow and get on these digital platforms and maintain a presence where we can no longer be censored. Thank you very much. God bless you all. And I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen.